How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 144. Only the trick to it is, is that I'm recording this one live. Um, kind of like I did last week, but this one's live twice. Because I'm recording it live, but also it's live on BidChat. So people are going to be able to call in and ask me anything and talk about anything during the episode. This is episode 144. Um, 156 will make three years of having do, done the podcast. <coughs> um, and it's going to be a weird one because it can be, because why not? Because, you know, life is short, 10 views, dope, 11 views, dope, dope. Welcome. Welcome to the live podcast. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to be reading. I'm serious about this. <laughs> I'm going to be reading from California General Election, Tuesday, November 8th, 2016. And I'm reading from the Book of 64, Prop 64, or the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. Hold on, I'm going to check this notification real quick. See, the good thing about me doing this live here with you guys is I can... Uh, you know, check stuff if I need to. Oh, it's dope. So, 13 views. So I'm reading, um, reading from the law. It's going to be weird uh, <laughs> advertising the podcast on the podcast. That's going to be a little meta. But you know what? Who cares? Who fucking cares, man? There's, um, shit, maybe 10 pages left. I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet. One like, all right. <laughs> I'm merging the two worlds. The two worlds become one. And danger and bedlam are sure to unfold. Or, you know, people who watched me on bid chat might go oh i'll check out that episode that he recorded live right now 16 views 17 views dope yeah i'm recording this live this is my podcast episode 144 of you and me and thoughts and talk with doug culp or yamatat <laughs> the regular listeners are like shut the fuck up and just read the law <laughs> Um, okay. Okay. Chapter 20. Right? Yeah, made it to chapter 20. Okay. Local control. 
26200A. Nothing in this division shall be interpreted to supersede or limit the authority of a local jurisdiction to adopt and enforce local ordinances to regulate businesses licensed under this division, including but not limited to local zoning and land use requirements, business license uh, requirements, and requirements related to reducing exposure to secondhand smoke, or to completely prohibit the establishment or operation of one or more types of businesses licensed under this division within the local jurisdiction. So stupid. <coughs> B. Oh, 22 views and two likes. Dope. Welcome. Welcome to the live podcast. Welcome to You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Live. 144. Uh, B. Nothing in this division shall be interpreted to require a licensing authority to undertake local law enforcement responsibilities, enforce local zoning requirements, or enforce local licensing requirements. Okay. C. A local... Oh, right. And I'm, I am going to take callers live. So if you guys want to call in, bid in, and we'll chat, talk about whatever uh, while the podcast is going... And then I'll get back to the law once the um, once the call ends. C. A local jurisdiction shall notify the Bureau upon revocation of any local license, permit, or authorization for a licensee to engage in commercial marijuana activity within the local jurisdiction. <clears throat> within 10 days of notification, the Bureau shall inform the rel- relevant licensing authorities. Within 10 days of being so informed by the Bureau, the relevant licensing authorities shall commence proceedings under Chapter 3, commencing with Section 26030. I don't have to tell you guys. I don't have to tell you guys that. Um, three likes, 25 views. Dope. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, commencing with Section 26030 to determine whether a license issued to the licensee should be suspended or revoked. revoked. D. Notwithstanding Paragraph 1 of Subdivision A of Section 11362.3 of the Health and Safety Code, a local jurisdiction may allow for the smoking, vaporizing, and ingesting of marijuana and marijuana products on the premises of a retailer or microbusiness licensed under this division if 1. Access to the area where marijuana consumption is allowed is restricted to persons 21 years of age and older. 2. Marijuana consumption is not visible from any public place or non-age restricted area. And 3. Sale or consumption of alcohol or tobacco is not allowed on the premises. What? Of the the premises of a retailer or micro business license under this division, if hmm, two six two zero one, twenty eight views, dope. Dope, 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 dope. Sorry, I'm holding the paper. I was holding the paper in front of my mouth, which which is pointed towards the microphone, which is where I should be going to. <laughs> um, notwithstanding. Hold on, I'm going to.
Okay. Uh, 30 views and 4 likes. Dope. Text of proposed law. Proposition 64. It's very long. Very, very wordy. Very, uh... It's like a brain thicket. Access to the area where marijuana consumption is allowed is restricted to persons 21 years of age and older. Marijuana consumption... Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. I already read this part. Um... 26201. 26201. Any standards, requirements, and regulations regarding health and safety, environmental protection, testing, security, food safety, and worker protections established by the state shall be the minimum standards for all licensees under this division statewide. A local jurisdiction may establish additional standards, requirements, and regulations. 26202. 34 views. Uh... Hello, welcome. A, A, a local jurisdiction may enforce this division and the regulations promulgated by the Bureau or any licensing authority if delegated the power to do so by the Bureau or licensing authority. B, the Bureau or any licensing authority shall implement the delegation of enforcement authority in subdivision A. Oh, authority in subdivision A through a memorandum of understanding between the Bureau or Licensing Authority and the local jurisdiction to which Enforcement Authority is to be delegated. We getting all this down? You guys you guys understanding all this? 38. 38 views. Welcome, everybody. Live podcast is recording right here. I'll show you. See? Those, those are the... Uh, that's the audio. Oops, it's going this way. See, there's my voice on TV. 39 views. Um, call in if you know what that reference is from. Because if you do, we'd probably get along. I mean, if you don't, we might get along. But, you know, it's a thing near and dear to my heart. Um, chapter 21, funding, five likes, dope, thank you, thank you, <laughs> 26210, uh, A, the Medical Cannabis Regulation and Safety Act Fund established in section 19351 is hereby renamed the Marijuana Control Fund. B. Upon the effective date of this section, whenever Medical Cannabis Regulation and Safety Act Fund appears in any statute, regulation, or contract, or in any other code, it shall be construed to refer to the Marijuana Control Fund. <coughs> 26211. A. Funds for the initial establishment and support of the regulatory activities under this division, including the Public Information Program described in subdivision C and for the activities of the board of um, equalization under part 14.5 commencing with section 34010 of division 2 of the revenue and taxation code until July 1st 2017 or until the 2017 budget act is enacted whichever occurs later shall be advanced from the general fund and shall be repaid by the initial proceeds from fees collected pursuant to this division. Any rule or regulation adopted pursuant to this division or revenues collected from the tax imposed by sections 34011 and 34012 of the Revenue and Taxation Code by January 1st, 2025. 
Did anybody understand that? 41 views. Oh, man. Um, funds for the initial establishment and support of the regulatory activities under this division, including public information described in subdivision C for the activities um, until July 1st, 2017. Fuck, dude. Blech. It's so... It's so wordy to confuse everyone so that everyone's just like, fucking, I don't want to read it. Just, just, okay, it's yes or no, whatever. One, funds advanced to, advanced pursuant to this subdivision shall be appropriated to the Bureau, which shall distribute the monies to the appropriate licensing authorities as necessary to implement the provisions of this division and the, to the Board of Equalization as necessary to implement the provisions of Part 14.5, commencing with Section 34010 of Division 2 of the Revenue and Taxation Code. Two. 46 views. Two. Within 45 days of this section being becoming operative, colon, A. The Director of Finance shall determine an amount of the initial advance from the General Fund to the Marijuana Control Fund that does not exceed $30 million. And... 47 views. Hello. And B. There shall be an advanced sum of $5 million from the General Health Fund to the State Department of Health Care Services to provide for the public information program described in subdivision C. 49 views. Uh, the, the program they're talking about is like just awareness about weed and like uh, I don't know. Try not to get into it too early or whatever the fuck the government says. You know, that shit. B. Notwithstanding subdivision A, the legislature shall provide sufficient funds to the Marijuana Control Fund to support the activities of the Bureau, state licensing authorities under this division, and the Board of Equalization to support its, its activities under Part 14.5, commencing with Section 34010 of Division 2 of the Revenue and Taxation Code. It is anticipated that this funding will be provided annually beginning on July 1st, 2017. Wow. That's soon. Oh, well, it's not that. It's like, well, like eight months from now. 50 views. We're already at half a hundred, you guys. That's dope. Keep it up. Keep telling people. We're doing a live podcast. You can call in if you want to. And then you hear yourself later on the podcast. But just know, I don't usually edit. But, you know, if you say something like horrible and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry then sure, I'll, I'll cut that part out. C. C. The Department of Health Care Services shall establish and implement a public information program no later than September 1st, 2017. This public information program shall, at a minimum, describe the provisions of the Control, Regulate, and Tax Adult Use of Marijuana Act of 2016, the scientific basis for restricting access of marijuana and marijuana products to persons under the age of 21 years describe the penalties for providing access to marijuana and marijuana products for persons under 21 years provide information regarding the dangers of driving a motor vehicle boat vessel aircraft or other vehicle used for transportation while impaired from marijuana use for uh, the potential harms of using marijuana while pregnant or breastfeeding and the potential harms of overusing marijuana or marijuana products so basically it's going to be like uh, but. like a drunk driving video, but for weed. 
52 views. Hello, welcome 51 and 52. Uh, section 6.2. Section 147.6 is added to the labor code to read 147.6. A. By March 1st, 2018, the Division of Occupational Safety and Health shall convene an advisory committee to evaluate whether there is a need to develop industry-specific regulations related to the activities of the licensees under Division 10, commencing with Section 26,000 of the Business and Professions Code, including but not limited to whether specific requirements are needed to address exposure to secondhand marijuana smoke by employees at facilities where on-site consumption of marijuana is permitted under the subdivision D of section 26200 of the Business and Professions Code, and whether specific requirements are needed to address the potential risks of combustion, inhalation, armed robberies, or repetitive strain injuries. Whoa. What? <laughs> what was that last part? Um, if they need regulations at all... And they're going to take armed robberies into consideration? B. 54 views. 6 likes. Dope. Um, B. By October 1st, 2018, the advisory committee shall present the, to the board its findings and, and recommendations for consideration by the board. By October 1st, 2018, the board shall render a decision What? regarding the adoption of industry-specific regulations pursuant to this section. Oh, so it's like they have to... They have to figure something out by October 1st, 2018. Section 6.3. Section 13276 of the Water Code is amended to read 13276. A. The Multi-Agency Task Force, the Department of Fish and Wildlife and State Water Resources Control Board pilot project to address the environmental impacts of cannabis cultivation, assigned to respond to the damages caused by marijuana cultivation on public and private lands in California shall continue its enforcement efforts on a permanent basis and expand them to a statewide level to ensure the reduction of adverse impacts of marijuana cultivation on water, on water quality and on fish and wildlife throughout the state. B. Each regional board shall, and the State Water Resources Control Board may, address discharges of waste resulting from medical marijuana cultivation and commercial marijuana cultivation under Division 10 of the Business and Professions Code and associated activities, included by, including by adopting a general permit, establishing waste discharge requirements, or taking action pursuant to Section 13269. In addressing these discharges, each regional board shall include conditions to address items that include, but are not limited to, all of the following. Oh man, this is heavy. 57 views. Cool. Um, one, site development and maintenance, erosion control, and drainage features. Two, stream crossing, installa stream crossing installation and maintenance. Three, riparian and wetland protection and management. I don't know what riparian means. Four, soil disposal. Five, water storage and use. What up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Excuse me. Um, water storage and use. Irrigation runoff. Pesticides and herbicides. Petroleum products and other chemicals. Cultivation-related waste. Refuse and human waste. Cleanup, restoration, and mitigation. Section 7. Marijuana tax. This will be interesting. Hey, Aldrin. Aldrin. Alright. Marijuana tax. Seven likes. Hello. Section 7.1. Part 14.5, commencing with Section 34010, is added to Division 2 of the Revenue and Taxation Code to read Part 14.5, Marijuana Tax. 34010. For purposes of this part, A. Board shall mean the Board of Equalization or its successor agency. B. Bureau shall mean the Bureau of Marijuana Control within the Department of Consumer Affairs. C. Tax Fund means the California Marijuana Tax Fund created by Section 34018. We all we all remember 34018. Oh, boy. 60 views. Dope. Uh, D. Marijuana shall have the same meaning as set forth in Section 11018 of the Health and Safety Code and shall also mean medical cannabis. E. Marijuana products shall have the same meaning as set forth in section 11018.1 of the Health and Safety Code and shall also mean medical concentrates and medical cannabis products. F. Marijuana flowers shall mean the dried flowers from of the marijuana plant as defined by the board. G. Marijuana leaves shall mean all parts of the marijuana plant other than marijuana flowers that are sold or consumed. H. Gross receipts shall have the same meaning as set forth in section 6012 which like ew those receipts are so gross ew ah i can't believe how gross these receipts are Ugh. gross receipts <laughs> i retail sales shall have the same meaning retail sales shall have the same meaning as set forth in section 6007 j person shall have the same meaning set forth in section 6005 k Microbusiness shall have the same meaning as set forth in paragraph 3 of subdivision A of section 26070 of the Business and Professions Code. L. Nonprofit shall have the same meaning as set forth in section 26070.5 of the Business and Professions Code. K. 34011. A. Effective January 1st, 2018, a marijuana excise tax shall be imposed upon purchasers of marijuana or marijuana products sold in this state at the rate of 15% of the gross receipts of any retail sale by a dispensary or other person required to be licensed pursuant to chapter 3.5 commencing with section 19300 of division 8 of the business of professions code or a retailer micro business nonprofit or other person required to be licensed pursuant to the division 10 commencing with section 26000 of the business of professions code to sell marijuana and marijuana products directly to a purchaser Blech. So starting January 1st, 2018, that's when the 15% tax will kick in. And it sounds like it's going to be across the board. That doesn't, that's not right. That doesn't sound right. 
Yo. <laughs> yeah, it's on bid chat and it's recording the podcast right now. <laughs> it's Aldrin. It's my roommate. Sixty-four views and seven likes. Can't be wrong. <laughs> this is not a curtain. No, it's a bed sheet converted into a curtain. It's a convertin'. <laughs> Ain't no bed sheet. It's a convertin'. I mean, curtain. Curtain, converting, you get it. You fucking get it. <laughs> it's chill, you're not on camera. Uh, I want my crimes documented. <laughs> Ain't no crime, it's medical. <laughs> e, gross receipts from the sale of marijuana or marijuana products for... Hold on. Yeah. For purchase... Gross receipts from the sale of marijuana or marijuana products for purposes of assessing the sales and use tax. You know where I'll be. Mm -hmm. Playing WoW! Playing WoW. <laughs> 65 views, 8 likes, dope. Um, sales and use tax under part 1 of the division of this division shall include the tax levied pursuant to this section. F. No marijuana or marijuana products may be sold to a purchaser unless the excise tax required by law has been paid by the purchaser at the time of sale. So if someone's like, I'm not fucking paying that tax, and you're like, then you're not buying this marijuana. Sorry. 66 views. We're almost to 69. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Um... G, the sales and use tax imposed by Part 1, commencing with Section 6001, shall not apply to retail sales of medical cannabis, medical cannabis concentrate, edible medical cannabis products, or topical cannabis, as those terms are defined in Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 of the Business and Professions Code, when a qualified patient or primary caregiver for a qualified patient provides his or her card issued under section 11362.71 of the health and safety code and a valid government issued identification card cool that answered my question also 68 views nine likes this came with my expansion guest pass mm -hmm. but i could just log in and start anyway right i know but it's still it's funny <laughs> it's like hey push it <laughs> Push it, push it. Uh, um, let's see, where was I? Oh, right, okay. So medical won't have the 15% tax, which is dope. Which is very awesome. Okay. Um, 34012. A, effective January 1st, 2018... There is hereby imposed a cultivation tax on all harvested marijuana that enters the commercial market upon all persons required to be licensed to cultivate marijuana pursuant to Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 of the Business and Professions Code, or Division 10, commencing with the Section 26,000 of the Business and Professions Code, the tax shall be due after the marijuana is harvested. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So... You have to pay tax first 
once you harvest and then just count on selling it, I guess. One, the tax for marijuana flowers shall be $9.25 per dry weight ounce. Two, the tax for marijuana leaves shall be set at $2.75 per dry weight ounce. B, the board may adjust the tax rate for marijuana leaves annually to reflect fluctuations in the relative price of marijuana flowers to marijuana leaves. Huh. Um, C. The board may, from time to time, establish other categories of harvested marijuana, categories for unprocessed or frozen mar marijuana or immature plants, or marijuana that is shipped directly to manufacturers. These categories shall be taxed at their relative value compared with marijuana flowers. <laughs> D. The board may prescribe by regulation a method and manner for payment of the cultivation tax that utilizes tax stamps or, or state-issued product bags that indicate that all required tax has been paid on the product which to which the tax stamp is affixed or in which the marijuana is packaged. 71 views, 15 likes. Dope, that shot up pretty quick. Um, uh, e, the tax stamps and product bags shall be of the design specifications and denominations as may be prescribed by the board and may be purchased by any licensee under Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 of the Business and Professions Code under Division 10, commencing with Section 26000 of the Business and Professions Code. F. F. Oh, we, that means we passed 69. I missed it. Um, we all have to 69 each other. That's what happens. That's what happens when you hit 69 views. It's in the terms and conditions. You guys should have read it. You should have read it. <laughs> No one ever reads the terms and conditions. But it's a beautiful thing to be shared worldwide. It's just a great thing. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, subsequent. F. Subsequent to the establishment of a tax stamp program, the board may, by regulation, provide that no marijuana may be removed from a licensed cultivation facility or transported on a public highway unless in a state-issued product bag bearing its stamp in the proper de denomination. G. The tax stamps and product bags shall be capable of being read by a scanning or similar device and must be traceable utilizing the track and trace system pursuant to section 26170 of the Business of Professions Code. H. 74 views. This is awesome. H. Persons required to be licensed to cultivate marijuana pursuant to Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 of the Business and Professions Code, or Division 10, commencing with Section 26000 of the Business and Professions Code, shall be responsible for payment of the tax pursuant to regulations adopted by the Board. No marijuana may be sold unless the tax has been paid as provided in this part. 75 views, 16 likes. Uh... I. All marijuana removed from a cultivator's premises, except for plant waste, shall be presumed to be sold and thereby taxable under this section. Interesting. J. Uh, the imposed, the tax imposed by this section shall be imposed on all marijuana cultivated in the state pursuant to rules and regulations promulgated by the board, but shall not apply to marijuana cultivated for personal use under section 11362.1 of the Health and Safety Code or cultivated by a qualified patient or primary caregiver in accordance with the Compassionate Use Act. Cool. Okay, beginning January 1st, 2020, 79 views. Beginning January 1st, 2020, the rates set forth in the subdivisions A, B, and C shall be adjusted by the board annually thereafter for inflation. 
That sucks. A, B, and C. Bleh. But I still have medical. I think I'm gonna have medical for my whole whole rest of my life. Um. Okay. Um. Three four zero one three. A. The board shall administer and collect the taxes imposed by this part pursuant to the fee collection procedures law part 30 commencing with section 55001 of division 2 for purposes of this this part the references in the fee collection procedures law to fee shall include <coughs> the tax imposed by this part and references to fee payer shall include a person required to pay or collect the tax imposed by this part you guys getting all this <laughs> B, the board may prescribe, adopt, and enforce regulations relating to the administration and enforcement of this part, including but not limited to collections, reporting, refunds, and appeals. I'm going to read that again. The board may prescribe, adopt, and enforce regulations, regulations related to the administration and enforcement of this part, including but not limited to collections, reporting, refunds, and appeals. Okay, so yeah, if people aren't paying their taxes, they're going to be able to collect. C. The board shall adopt necessary rules and regulations to administer the taxes in this part. Such rules and regulations may include methods or procedures to tag marijuana or marijuana products or the packages thereof to designate prior tax payment. D. The board may prescribe, adopt, and enforce in any emergency regulations as necessary to implement, administer, and enforce its duties under this division. Any emergency regulation prescribe prescribed, adopted, or enforced pursuant to this section shall be adopted in accordance with Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 11340 of Part 1 of Division 3 of Title 2 of the Government Code, and for purposes of that chapter, including Section 11349.6 of the Government Code, the adoption of the regulation is an emergency and shall be considered by the Office of Administrative Law as necessary for the immediate preservation of the public peace, health, and safety, and general welfare. Notwithstanding any other provision of the law, the emergency regulations adopted by the board may remain in effect for two years from adoption. Wow. 80 views. Hello. Um, so while I'm doing this, while I'm recording this podcast, anyone who's new, I'm recording, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm reading up on Prop 64 for the California election coming up November 8th. And also, if anyone wants to call in and just talk about anything, bid chat that's what it's for i mean that's part of what it's for and a section of a portion of whatever you bid goes to charity which is pretty pretty awesome um so yeah that was a really long one e any person who fails to pay the taxes imposed under this part shall in addition to owing the taxes not paid be subject to a penalty of at least one half of the amount of the taxes not paid and shall be subject to having its license revoked pursuant to section 26031 of the Business and Professions Code or pursuant to chapter 3.5, commencing with section 19300. Oh, you don't have to tell me about 19300. Um, of Division 8 of the Business and Professions Code. F. The board may bring such legal actions as are necessary to collect any deficiency in the tax required to be paid, and upon the board's request, the Attorney General shall bring the actions. 34014. A. All persons required to be licensed 
involved in the cultivation and retail sale of marijuana or marijuana products must obtain a separate permit from the board pursuant to regulations adopted by the board. No fee shall be charged to any person for issuance of the permit. Any person required to obtain a permit who engages in business as a cultivator, dispensary, retailer, microbusiness, or nonprofit pursuant to Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300, of Division 8, of Division 10, of Division 8, or Division 10, commencing with Section 26,000 of the Business or Professions Code, without a permit, or after a permit has been canceled, suspended, or revoked, and each officer of any corporation which so engages in business is guilty of a misdemeanor. So don't operate as a business if you've got your business license taken away, basically. For those who are listening and not watching, that was just me gurgling some water. B. The board may require every licensed dispensary, cultivator, microbusiness, nonprofit, or other person required to be licensed to provide security to cover the liability for taxes imposed by state law on marijuana produced or received by the cultivator, microbusiness, nonprofit, or other person required to be licensed in accordance with procedures to be established by the board. Okay, uh, may require to provide security to cover the liability. Okay, shit, there's so many words in between where you're like, fuck. Uh, notwithstanding anything here into the contrary, the board may waive any security requirement it imposes for good cause as determined by the board. Good cause includes, but is not limited to, the inability of a cultivator, microbusiness, nonprofit, or other person required to be licensed to obtain security due to lack of service providers or the policies of service providers that prohibit service to a marijuana business. A person may not commence or continue any business or operation related to marijuana cultivation until any surety required by the board with respect to the business or operation has been properly prepared, executed, and submitted under this part. C. 86 views. Uh, C. In fixing the amount of any security required by the board, the board shall give consideration to the financial hardship financial hardship that may be imposed on the licensees as a result of any shortage of available surety providers. 34015. A. The marijuana excise tax and cultivation tax imposed by this part is due is due and payable excuse me to the board quarterly on or before the last day of the month following each quarterly period of three months. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to read that one again. 17 likes. Thank you. The board may require every person engaged in the cultivation, distribution, or retail sale of marijuana and marijuana products required to be licensed pursuant to Chapter 3.5. Hold on. I skipped ahead. Okay, A. The marijuana tax, excise tax and cultivation tax imposed by this part is due and payable to the board quarterly on or before the last day of the month following each quarterly period of three months. All right, got it. On or before the last day of the month following each quarterly period, a return for the preceding quarterly period shall be filed with the board by each person required to be licensed for cultivation or retail sale under Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 or Division 10, commencing with Section 26,000 of the Business and Professions Code using electronic media. Returns shall 
be authenticated in a form or pursuant to methods as may be prescribed by the board if the cultivation tax is paid by the stamp paid by stamp pursuant to subdivision D of section 34012 of the board may be may by wait oh, the board may by regulation determine when and how the tax shall be paid 88 views 18 likes cool uh, B, the board may require every person engaged in the cultivation, distribution, or retail sale of marijuana and, cult and marijuana products required to be licensed pursuant to this chapter 3.5, commencing with section 19300 of Division 8 or Division 10, commencing with section 26000 of the Business and Professions Code to file on or before the 25th day of each month a report using electronic media respecting the person's inventory, purchases, and sales during the preceding month and any other information as... The board may require to carry out the purposes of this part. Reports shall be authenticated in a form or pursuant to methods as may be prescribed by the board. So it's probably a similar thing like with alcohol. You, you got to report how much you've sold and and uh, what, uh, you know, just everything about it. Um, B. Wait, did I already read B? Yes, I did. 34016. A. Any peace officer or board employee granted limited peace officer status pursuant to paragraph 6 of subdivision A of section 830.11 of the Penal Code upon presenting appropriate credentials is authorized to enter any place as described in paragraph 3 and to conduct inspections in accordance with the following paragraphs inclusive. 1. Inspections shall be performed in a reasonable manner and at times that are reasonable under the circumstances, taking into consideration the normal business hours of the place to be entered. Two, that's good. So it's like, you can inspect their place, but fucking be reasonable about it. Reasonable about it. Don't go in at like 5.30 when it's rush hour and they're going to be selling the most. Um, two, inspections may be at any place at which marijuana or marijuana products are sold to purchasers, cultivated, cultivated or stored at any, or at any site where evidence of activities involving evasion of tax may be discovered. Three, inspections shall be requested or conducted no more than once in a 24-hour period. B, any person who fails or refuses to allow an inspection shall be guilty of a misdemeanor. Each offense shall be punished by a fine not to exceed $5,000 or imprisonment not to not exceeding one year in, in a county jail or both the fine and imprisonment. The court shall order any fines assessed to be, be deposited in the California Marijuana Tax Fund. Holy fuck. Bleh. C. 91 views. Awesome. C. Upon discovery by the board or a law enforcement agency that a licensee or any other person possesses, stores, owns, or has made a retail sale of marijuana or marijuana products without evidence of tax payment or not contained in secure packaging, the board or the law enforcement agency shall be authorized to seize the marijuana or marijuana products. Any marijuana or marijuana products seized by a law enforcement agency or the board shall shall within seven days be deemed forfeited, and the board shall comply with the procedures set forth in sections three three zero four three six through three zero four four nine inclusive. Okay. D. Any person who renders a false or fraudulent report is guilty of a misdemeanor and subject to a fine not to exceed one thousand dollars for each offense. And that's it. It doesn't say anything about jail time. <laughs> it's just like a thousand bucks pay us a fucking thousand bucks it's a misdemeanor and just fucking tell the truth next time Bleh. e any violation 
of any provisions of this part except as otherwise provided is a misdemeanor and is punishable by as such f all monies remitted to the board under this part shall be credited to the california marijuana tax fund three four zero one seven the legislative analyst's office shall submit a report to the legislature by january 1st 2020 with recommendations to the legislature for adjustments to their tax rate to achieve the goals of undercutting illicit market prices and discouraging use by persons younger than 21 years of age while ensuring sufficient revenues are generated for the programs identified in section 34019. Okay, so that means that, uh, wait, 93? Yeah, 93. Cool. Welcome. Um, that means that they could negotiate the tax rate down, especially if, um, if by January 1st, 2020, California is just fucking thriving because it's legalized and all of that tax money is going to um, all of the programs that just aren't funded right now. And and then at a certain point, they'll just be like, you know what, let's uh, let's raise the or let's lower the taxes altogether in California. And then we can also lower the um, marijuana tax. That's my that's my guess. That's my uh, guess and goal. <laughs> yes, I spilled water on my face. Out of my face. Um, where was I? $1,000 for each offense. Uh, marijuana tax fund. 34017. No, I already read that one. For 34018. Um, A. The California Marijuana Tax Fund is hereby created in the state treasury. The tax fund shall consist of all taxes, interest, penalties, and other amounts collected and paid to the board pursuant to this part, less payment of refunds. B. Notwithstanding any other law, the California Marijuana Tax Fund is a special trust fund established solely to carry out the purposes of the Control, Regulate, and Tax Adult Use of Marijuana Act and all revenues deposited into the tax fund together with interest or dividends earned by the fund are hereby continuously appropriated for the purposes of the control regulate and tax adult use of marijuana act without regard to fiscal year and shall be expended only in accordance with the provisions of this part and its purposes 94 views hello <clears throat> welcome this is a live podcast this is going out tomorrow this is episode this is episode 144. Live on Bid Chat. Live on Bid Chat. <clears throat> um, payment of refunds. Uh, notwithstanding, C. Notwithstanding any other law, the taxes imposed by this part and the revenue derived therefrom, including investment interest, investment interest shall not be considered to be part of the general fund as the term as that term is used in chapter one commencing with section 16,300 of part two of division four of the government code shall not be considered general fund revenue for purposes of section eight of article 16 of the california constitution and its implementing statutes and shall not be considered monies for purposes of Subdivisions A and B of Section 8 of Article 16 of the California Constitution and its implementing implementing statutes. Holy shit, there's so much left. It's very thick. I'm I'm I mean, I'm sorry that they took so much time and effort to uh 
to do this. Because, <laughs> holy fucking shit, you know? Like, simplify this. Bleh. 96 views. Hello, welcome. Welcome. 34019. A. Beginning with fiscal year 2017 to 2018, the Department of Finance shall estimate revenues to be received pursuant to sections 34011 and 34012 and provide those estimates to the controller no later than June 15th of each year. Bleh. And controller, I think, is also, is pronounced in government comptroller. It's really stupid, but if you ever hear comptroller, I think it's spelled controller but they say controller. Oh, controller. I always thought it was comptroller. Controller? It's weird. It's dumb. <laughs> the controller, or controller, uh, shall disperse. Hold on. Shall use these estimates when dis dispersing funds pursuant to this section before any funds are dispersed pursuant to subdivisions B, C, D, and E of this section, the contr the controller shall disperse from the tax fund to the appropriate account without regard to fiscal year the following. 1. Reasonable costs incurred by the board for administering and collecting the taxes imposed by this part provided, however, such costs shall not exceed 4% of tax revenues received. Cool, so they put a cap on it. That's good. 98 views. We're almost 200, guys. On a live podcast. You're part of podcasting history. Episode 144, Yamatat. You. You and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp. That's me. And everyone listening right now is like, no fucking duh. And you guys may be like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's what this is. Um, uh, okay. Two, reasonable costs. Um, okay, okay, okay. So tax fund to the appropriate account without regard to fiscal year, the following. Reasonable costs incurred by the Bureau, the Department of Consumer Affairs, the Department of Food and Agriculture, and the State Department of Public Health for implementing, administering, and enforcing Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 of the Business and Professions Code, and Division 10, commencing with Section 26000 of the Business and Professions Code, to the extent these co those costs are not reimbursed pursuant to Section 26180 of the Business and Professions Code or pursuant to Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 of the Business and Professions Code, this paragraph shall remain operative through fiscal year 2022 to 2023. What? Bleh. Weird. So they set up a... Oh, we're at 100! 100. 100 views! We're part of history. First podcast, maybe, to broadcast from Bid Chat. Bid Chat. Also with 100 views. It's because of yous and yous. You and you and you and you. But not you, because you're not listening. And you don't care that you're not listening, because I'm pointing at you, and you don't care about that either. Bitch. <laughs> Okay, um, 2022 to 2023. That's so weird. It's like they set up a contingency of, like, money. 
Taxes. Three. Reasonable costs incurred by the Department of Fish and Wildlife, the State Water Resources Control Board, and the Department of Pesticide Regulation for carrying out their respective duties under Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8, or Division 10, commencing with Section 26000 of the Business and Professions Code, to the extent these those costs are not otherwise reimbursed. Bleh. <sighs> Four. Reasonable costs incurred by the controller for performing duties imposed by the Control, Regulate, and Tax Adult Use of Marijuana Act, including the audit required by Section 34020. 5. Reasonable costs incurred by the State Auditor for conducting the performance audit pursuant to Section 26191 of the Business of Professions Code. 6. Reasonable costs incurred by the Legislative Analyst's Office for performing duties imposed by Section 34017. So the government is going to be raking in money so they don't even fucking care if this passes. 7. Sufficient funds to reimburse the Division of Labor Standards Enforcement and the Division of Occupational Safety and Health within the Department of Industrial Relations and the Employment Development Department for the cost of applying and enforcing state labor laws to licensees under Chapter 3.5, commencing with Section 19300 of Division 8 and Division 10, commencing with Section 26000 of the Business and Professions Code. You know, weed. <laughs> Oh. Um, fuck. Okay. B. <laughs> also, while I'm doing this, um, <laughs> to those who haven't been here the whole time, feel free to, feel free to call in and we'll chat about anything because, um, the purpose of bid chat is to, you know, bid and chat. I mean, you guys can watch and stuff all day long. Um, but, you know, at a certain point, let's chat. Let's talk about stuff. See what's what. What's up, what's up with the world? What's up with you guys? What's up with Prop 64? What do you guys think about it? Huh? It's pretty interesting stuff. Excuse me. B. The controller shall next disperse the sum of $10 million to a public university or universities in California annually, beginning with fiscal year 2018 through 2019 until fiscal year 2028 to 2029 to research and evaluate the implementation and effect of the Control, Regulate, and Tax Adult Use of Marijuana Act, and shall, if appropriate, make recommendations to the legislature and governor regarding possible amendments to the Control, Regulate, and Tax Adult Use of Marijuana Act. The recipients of these funds shall publish reports on their findings at a minimum of every two years and shall make the reports available to the public. The Bureau shall select the universities to be funded. This, the research funded pursuant to the subdivision shall include but not necessarily be limited to oh shut up um <laughs> yeah we <weed> talk <laughs> um okay 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 and oh excuse me 101 views 101 views 
dope. Fifty-six will make three years. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> Not editing it out because Bid Chat saw it. It happened. It's 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 on record, everyone. This is recorded. This is on wax, you know? This is... It's it's pursuant to uh, Section 19300 or Section 8 of the Business and Professions Code or Section 10 per, uh, commencing with Section... With... Tw uh, yeah, Section 26,000. You know, weed. <laughs> That's cool. $10 million to a public university... Two. But. To, to study. One. Impacts on public health, including health costs associated with marijuana use, as well as whether marijuana use is associated with an increase or decrease in alcohol, in use of alcohol or other drugs. Two. The impact of treatment for maladaptive marijuana use and the effectiveness of different treatment programs. Three. Public safety issues related to marijuana use, including studying the effectiveness of the packaging and labeling requirements and advertising and marketing restrictions contained in the act uh, at preventing underage access to use of marijuana and marijuana products and studying the health related effects among users of varying potency levels of marijuana and marijuana products Four, marijuana use rates, uh, maladaptive use rates for adults and youth and diagnosis rates of marijuana related substance use disorders five marijuana market prices illicit market prices tax structures and rates including an elevation an evaluation of how to best tax marijuana based on potency and the structure and function of licensed marijuana businesses um six whether additional perfection protections are needed to prevent unlawful monopolies or anti-competitive behavior from occurring in the non-medical marijuana industry, and if so, recommendations as to the most effective measures for preventing such behavior. So you're not allowed to, like, make deals and shit. You're not allowed to say 19 likes and 103 views. Um, I, I think, so I guess they're saying you're not allowed to say buy, buy three grams and you'll get um, an eighth for free or something. Unless that's like across the board. Um, I don't know. This is going to be very, very interesting when it probably becomes legal November 8th, 2016. Voting day, Prop 64. Let's fucking talk about it. Ah. I'm not close to done. <laughs> I think I'm going to. Um, finish up reading and finish up the episode by um, 11.30? Got 40 more minutes? Um, just letting you know. that. Just letting you guys know who are listening out there in podcast land, that's about how much longer it's going to be. 
and um and bid chat same 105 views 19 likes it's dope it's awesome okay oh yeah and if at any point you want to call in call in um preventing such behavior seven the economic the economic impacts in the private and public sectors including but not necessarily limited to uh, job creation workplace safety revenues taxes generated for state and local budgets and criminal justice impacts including but not necessarily limited to impacts on law enforcement and public resources short and long-term consequences of involvement in the criminal justice system and state and local government agency administrative costs and revenue eight whether the regulatory agencies tasked with implementing and enforcing the control regulate and tax adult use of marijuana act are doing so consistent with the purposes of the act and whether different agents different agencies might do so more effectively oh, okay so that's one thing to study with the 10 million dollars per year in one public university per year that gets that 10 million nine environmental issues related to marijuana production and the criminal prohibition of marijuana production 10. The geographic location, structure, and function of licensed marijuana businesses and demographic data, including race, ethnicity, and gender, of license holders. Um, 11. The outcomes achieved... Yeah, that's weird. Race, ethnicity, and gender of license holders. It's like... Why, why do any of those matter if you're just using marijuana? Why does that matter? so that they can get statistics and it's like just say people can we just uh, can we just say people can we get to the point where we're just like people we're all people especially um here in the melting pot of america it's like yeah we're all just people living our lives trying to live our lives and sometimes life is stressful and sometimes you get anxious and sometimes you have pains and sometimes you smoke weed you smoke marijuana 11 the outcomes achieved by the changes in criminal penalties made under the control regulate and tax adult use of marijuana act for marijuana related offenses and the outcomes of the juvenile justice system in particular probation based in particular probation based treatments and the frequency of upcharging illegal possession of marijuana or marijuana products to a more serious offense C. The, con the controller shall next disperse the sum of $3 million, 108 views, $3 million annually to the Department, the Department of California Highway Patrol beginning fiscal year 2018 to 2019 until fiscal year 2022 to 2023 to establish and adopt protocols to determine whether a driver is operating a vehicle while impaired, including impairment by the use of marijuana or marijuana products, and to establish and adopt protocols setting forth best practices to assist law enforcement agencies. The department may hire personnel to establish the protocols specified in this subdivision. In addition, the department may make grants to public and private research, institu research institutions for the purpose of developing technology for determining whether when a driver is operating a vehicle while impaired, including impairment by the use of marijuana or marijuana products. D. 109 views. D. The, the controller shall next disperse the sum of $10 million beginning fiscal year 2018 to 2019 
and increasing $10 million each fiscal year thereafter until fiscal year 2022 to 2023, at which time the disbursement shall be $50 million each year thereafter to the Governor's Office of Business and Economic Development in consultation with the Labor and Workforce Development Agency and the State Department of Social Services to administer to a community reinvestments grants program to local health departments and at least 50% to qualified community-based nonprofit organizations to support job placement, mental health treatment, substance, substance use disorder treatment, system navigation services, legal services to address barriers to re-entry, and linkages to medical care for communities disproportionately affected by past federal and state drug policies. The office shall solicit input from community-based job skills, job placement, and legal service providers with relevant expertise as to the administration of the grants program. In addition, the office shall periodically evaluate the programs it is funding to determine the effectiveness of the programs, shall not spend more than 4% for administrative costs related to implementation, evalu evaluation, and oversight of the programs, and shall award grants annually beginning no later than January 1st, 2020. We're up to 111 views, everybody, and 20 likes. That's awesome. Um, 111. Fallout. You guys playing Fallout? I gotta get back to Fallout 3. Oh. Oh. I have a new video card. It will be able to handle it. Yes. Maybe. But also, it has a problem with Windows 10. Just base issue. It's dumb. Anyway, E. The controller shall next disperse the sum of $2 million annually to the University of California San Diego Center for Medical Cannabis Research to further the objectives of the center, including the enhanced understanding of the efficacy and adverse effects of marijuana as a pharmacological agent. F. Oh, 113. Awesome. And 21 likes. Dope. F. By July 15th of each fiscal... By the way. By the way. Yamitators, I'm just going to take a break and tell you right now i know i know <laughs> i know i've said dope a lot and um uh just stopping and telling the number of views and and likes and stuff but but that's all part of bid chat you know it's it's fun it's not it's not a podcast but it's being broadcast while i podcast um do you think if someone made up a podcast about um about 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 planting grass it would be called sodcast okay 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 joke time me over <laughs> joke time me over save it for the stage ah sodcast whoa that's like the worst joke i've ever written in my entire life by july 15th each fiscal year beginning in fiscal year 2018 to 2019 the controller shall, after after dispersing funds pursuant to subdivisions A, B, C, D, and E, disperse funds deposited in the tax ref tax fund during the prior fiscal year into subtrust accounts, which are hereby created as follows. 1. 60% shall be deposited in the Youth Education Prevention, Early Intervention, and Treatment Account and dispersed by the controller to the State Department of Health Care Services for programs for youth that are designed to educate about and to prevent substance use disorders and to prevent harm from substance use. The State Department of Healthcare Services shall enter into 
interagency agreements shall enter into interagency agreements. Fuck, whoever wrote this law like came so hard when they when they wrote that. They're like, oh, you guys. I, I used so much alliteration just now. You don't. You won't even fucking believe it. You enter into interagency agreements. Ah, oh, jeez, jeez, fuck. <laughs> um, with the State Department of Public Health and the State Department of of Education to implement and administer these programs, the program shall emphasize accurate education effective prevention, early intervention, school retention, and timely treatment services for youth, their families, and caregivers. The programs may include, but are not limited to, the following components. A. The prevention and early intervention services, including outreach, risk survey, and education to youth, families, caregivers, schools, primary care health providers, behavioral health and substance use disorder service, providers, community and faith-based organizations, foster care providers, juvenile and family courts, and others to recognize and reduce risk, risks related to substance use and the early signs of problematic use and of substance use disorders. B. Grants to schools to develop and support student assistance programs or other similar programs designed to prevent and reduce substance use and improve school retention and performance by supporting students who are at risk of dropping out of school and promoting alternatives to suspension and ex or expulsion <sighs> that focus on school retention, remediation, and professional care. Schools with higher than average dropout rates should be prioritized for grants. That's pretty cool. 120 views, 23 likes. Dope, dope, dope. Uh, I'm, for those of you who are like, who the hell is this guy? What are you doing for bid chat? I'm reading the law. Up, upcoming is Prop 64, and I want to be very informed on what's happening with all of it. Because um, it's important. Uh, oh yeah, I was on this page. Okay. C. Grants to programs for outreach, education, and treatment for homeless youth and out-of-school youth with substance use disorders. That's strange. Substance use. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you use the substance too much or it's like has a hold on you or something, then it's a substance use disorder. But they used to just call it substance abuse. I wonder if that was changed recently. Interesting. The more you know. 121 views. Hello. Um... D, access and linkage to care provided by county behavioral health programs for youth and their families and caregivers who have a substance use disorder or who are at risk for developing a substance use disorder. E, youth-focused substance use disorder treatment programs that are culturally and gender competent, trauma-informed, evidence-based, and provide a continuum of care that includes screening and assessment, assessment, substance use disorder, as well as mental health. Early intervention. <coughs> oh, wow. Um, 
Evidence-based, continuum of care, screening and assessment, early intervention, active treatment, family involvement, case management, overdose prevention, prevention of communicable diseases related to substance abuse, relapse management for substance substance use. Oh, I said related to substance abuse. Uh, substance use and other co-occurring co behavioral health disorders, vocational services, literary services, parenting classes, family therapy and counseling services, medication-assisted treatments, psychiatric medication, and psychotherapy. When indicated, referrals must be made to other providers. F. To the extent permitted by law, 124 views with 24 likes. That's cool. Also, at any point, 125 views. At any point, if you guys want to call in and bid and chat, you'll be on my podcast. We'll talk and it'll be live. Excuse me. Um, I'll just say ahead of time, I hope it connects because sometimes it'll go connecting, 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 and then it, and then it says call failed. And I'm bummed because I want to talk. I want to talk with other people, especially if you're bidding in and chatting. Um... Uh, Okay. This would include supporting development family-based interventions. Okay. G. Pro programs to assist individuals as well as families and friends of drug-using young people to reduce the stigma associated with substance use, including being diagnosed with a substance use disorder or seeking substance use disorder services. This includes peer-run peer outreach and education to reduce stigma, anti-stigma campaigns, and community recovery networks. Cool. So they're going to focus more on, like, um, you're not a piece of shit if you're doing this while you're young. It's just, you know, be educated on it. Please don't start until you're 21 because that's the – unless you have medical reason, which I'm, I love that they kept that in the law. That's really, really cool. Um, H. Workforce training and wage structures that increase the hiring pool of behavioral health staff with substance use disorder prevention and treatment expertise. Provide ongoing education and coaching that increases substance use treatment providers' core competencies and trains providers on, on promising and evidence-based practices. One, or I. Construction of community-based youth treatment facilities. J. The departments may con contract with each county behavioral health program for the provision of services. K. Funds shall be allocated to co counties based on demonstrated need, including the number of youth in the county, the prevalence of substance use disorders among adults, and confirmed through statistical data, validated assessments, or submitted reports prepared by the applicable county to demonstrate and validate need. Whew, it's very wordy, very wordy. 130 views, hello. <laughs> L, the departments shall periodically evaluate the programs they are funding to determine the effectiveness of the programs. M, the departments may use up to 4% of the monies allocated to the, to the youth education, prevention, early intervention, and treatment account for administrative costs related to implementation, evaluation, and oversight of the programs. N. If the Department of Finance ever determines that funding pursuant to marijuana taxation exceeds demand for youth prevention and treatment services in the state, the departments shall provide a plan to the Department of Finance 
to provide treatment services to adults as well as youth using these funds. Oh, Whew. the departments shall solicit input from volunteer health organizations, physicians who treat addiction, treatment researchers, family therapy and counseling providers, and professional education associations with relevant expertise as to the administration of any grants made pursuant to this paragraph. Two, 20% shall be put deposited in the Environmental Restoration and Protection Account and dispersed by the controller as follows. A. To the Department of Fish and Wildlife and the Department of Parks and Recreation. Parks and Recreation. 26 likes, 133 views. For the cleanup, remediation, and restoration of the environmental damage in watersheds affected by marijuana cultivation and related activities, including but not limited to damage that occurred prior to enact enactment of this part and to support local partnerships for this purpose. The Department of Fish and Wildlife and the Department of Parks and Recreation may distribute a portion of the funds they receive from the Environmental Re Restoration and Protection Account through grants of, for purposes specified in this paragraph. B. To the Department of Fish and Wildlife and the Department of Parks and Recreation for the stewardess, stewardship Whoa. Stewardship and operation of state-owned wildlife habitat areas and state park units in a manner that discourages and prevents the illegal cultivation, production, sale, and use of marijuana and marijuana products in public lands, and to facilitate the investigation, enforcement, and prosecution of illegal cultivation, production, sale, and use of marijuana or marijuana products on public lands. C. To the Department of Fish and Wildlife... 134 views, 20, 27 likes. To the Department of Fish and Wildlife and the Department of Parks and Recreation... Oh, wait. Wildlife to assist in funding the Watershed Enforcement Program and Multi-Agency Task Force establishment established pursuant to... <sighs> subdivisions B and C of Section 12029 of the Fish and Game Code to, facilita to facilitate the investigation, enforcement, and prosecution of these offenses and to ensure the reduction of adverse adverse impacts of marijuana cultivation production sale and use on fish and wildlife habitats throughout the state d for purposes of this paragraph the secretary of the natural resources agency shall determine the allocation of revenues between the departments during the first five years of implementation the fir first consideration should be given to funding purposes specified in subparagraph a <coughs> excuse me <coughs> E. Funds allocated pursuant to this paragraph shall be used to increase and enhance activities described in subparagraphs A, B, and C, and not replace allocation of other funding for these purposes. Accordingly, annual gen general fund appropriations to the Department of Fish and Wildlife and the Department of Parks and Recreation shall not be reduced below the levels provided in the Budget Act of 2014, Chapter 25 of the Statutes of 2014. Three, 20% shall be deposited into the state and local government law enforcement account and dispersed by the controller as follows. A, to the Department of Highway of the Highway C Patrol for conducting training programs for detecting, testing, and enforcing laws against driving under the influence of alcohol or other drugs, including driving under the influence of marijuana, <coughs> the department may hire personnel to conduct the training program specified in this subparagraph. B, to the Department of the California Highway Patrol to fund internal California Highway Patrol programs and, gov and grants to qualified nonprofit organizations and local governments for education, prevention, and enforcement of laws related to driving under the influence of alcohol and other drugs, including marijuana, programs that help enforce traffic laws, educate the public in traffic safety, 
provide varied and effective means of reducing fatalities, injuries, and economic loss losses from collisions, and for the purchase of equipment related to enforcement of laws related to driving under the influence of alcohol and other drugs, including marijuana. C. To the Board of State and Community Corrections for making grants to local governments to assist with law enforcement, fire protection, or other local programs addressing public health and safety associated with associated with the implementation of the Control, Regulate, and Tax Adult Use of Marijuana Act, the Board shall not make any grants to local governments which have been banned the cultivation, including personal cultivation, under Paragraph 3 of Subdivision B of Section 11362.2 of the Health and Safety Code, or retail sale of marijuana cultivation. Uh... Oh, no. Or marijuana products. Pursuant... Oh, wait. To section 26,200 of the Business and Professions Code, or as otherwise provided by law. Doesn't matter. If I reread it again, you wouldn't understand it, neither would I. 136 views. Hello. <laughs> who uh, shall not make any grants to local governments who have banned the cultivation? Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. So, local governments who ban, who choose to ban, um,. The Adult Use of Marijuana Act, even though um, even though it would will have been made legal, they won't get any um, special marijuana tax money. So go fuck yourselves. <laughs> if you're against it and you ban it in your part of whatever place where it's legal in the entire state, go fuck yourself. Sorry, but fucking I'm not sorry. Because <laughs> if you want that money but you're not allowing marijuana sale in your city, go fuck yourself. <laughs> D, for purposes of this paragraph, the Department of Finance shall determine the allocation of revenues between the agencies provided, agencies provided, however, beginning in fiscal year 2022 to 2023, the amount allocated pursuant to subparagraph A shall not be less than $10 million annually, and the amount allocated pursuant to subparagraph B shall not be less than $40 million annually. In determining the amount to be allocated before fiscal year 2022 and 2023, pursuant to this paragraph, the Department of Finance shall give initial priority to subparagraph A. G. Funds allocated pursuant to subdivision F shall be used to increase the funding of programs and purposes identified and shall not be used to replace allocation of other funding for these purposes. H. Effective July 1st, 2028 okay <laughs> that's far that's far in the future the legislature may amend this section by majority vote to further the purposes of the control regulate and tax adult use of marijuana act <clears throat> including allocating funds to programs other than those specified in subdivisions dnf any revisions pursuant to the subdivision shall not result in a reduction of funds to accounts established pursuant to subdivisions dnf in any subsequent year from the amount allocated to each account in fiscal year 2027 to 2028. Prior to July 1st, 2028, the legislature may not change the allocations to programs specified in subdivisions DNF. So everything that's already set up to go into certain government programs for prevention and um, prevention of people driving while fucking baked out of their minds or... Um, you know, um, 
calling it substance use disorder and saying it's okay that you have this, but take it easy, you know? Uh, um, the government won't be able to say, no, those don't get any money. Because they will. Because that's what the law just said. 34020. The controller shall periodically audit the tax fund to ensure that those funds are used and accounted for in a manner consistent with this part and otherwise and as otherwise required by law 34021 the taxes imposed by this part shall be in addition to any other tax imposed by city county or city and county 34021.5 a 1 a county may impose a tax on the privilege of cultivating manufacturing producing processing preparing storing providing donating selling or distributing marijuana or marijuana products by a licensee operating under chapter 3.5 commencing with section 19300 of division 8 or division 10 commencing with section 26000 of the business and professions code <laughs> you, you guys this is simple very simple 142 views dope um 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 um, um two the board so this is a one and now two the board of supervisors and this is under 34021.5 taxes imposed um the Board of Supervisors shall specify in the ordinance proposing the tax, the activities subject to the tax, the applicable rate or rates, the method or the method of appointment, if uh, necessary, and the manner of collection of the tax. The tax may be imposed for general governmental purposes or for purposes specified in the ordinance by the Board of Supervisors. Holy fuck. Tax law? Oh, that's so long. I'm going to see when this section ends. Holy fuck. 28 likes, 143 views. It doesn't end for another... Actually... 8.2. I guess that's the end of the tax part. Okay. Holy shit. Alright, 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 alright. Um... Three... In addition to any other method of collection authorized by law, the Board of Supervisors may provide... Nope, nope, I already read this one. No, I didn't. Wait, unincorporated area of the county. Fuck, I think I did. I think I read that one. <laughs> That's how confusing these laws are. It's like, did I just read that? I don't know. Move on. Four, the ta I think I was on four. Four, the tax authorized by this section may be imposed upon any or all of the activities set forth in paragraph one, as specified in the ordinance, regardless of whether the activity is undertaken individually, collectively, or cooperatively, and regardless of whether the activity is for compensation or gratuitous, as determined by the Board of Supervisors. <laughs> oh, I didn't read three. Fuck. Uh, it just all sounds so similar because it says something about a lien. Um, in addition to any other method of collection authorized by law, the Board of Supervisors may provide for the collection of the tax imposed pursuant to this section in... <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought I saw a bug, but I did not. Um, in the same manner and subject to the same penalties and priority of lien as other charges and taxes fixed and collected by the county. A tax imposed pursuant to this section is a tax and not a fee or special assessment. The Board of Supervisors shall specify... Sorry, microphone. 
The Board of Supervisors shall specify uh, uh, whether the tax applies throughout the entire county or within the unincorporated area of the county. So I just I already did four. B. A tax imposed pursuant to this section shall be subject to applicable voter approval requirements imposed by law. C. This section is de declaratory of existing law and does not limit or prohibit the levy or collection of any other fee, charge, or tax, or license, or service fee, or charge upon, or related to the, ta the uh, activities set forth in Subdivision A as otherwise provided by law. This section shall not be construed as limitation upon the taxing authority of a county as provided by law. 146 views, 30 likes. Thank you guys. Thank you for checking it out, you know, because uh, my podcast, You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. This is episode 144. 156 is going to make three years, guys. Um, it's history in the making. I'm literally making history right now by recording this on video and audio and video and audio. Bid chat. <laughs> Um, C. Oh, no, no. D. This section shall not be construed to authorize a county to impose a sales tax, whoop, a sales or use tax in addition to the sales and use tax imposed under an ordinance conforming to the provisions of section, sections 7202 and 7203 of the Revenue and Taxation Code. Section 8. Criminal offenses, records, and resentencing. Section 8.1. Section 11357 of the Health and Safety Code is amended to read 11357, possession. And then all this shit is striked out. So that might mean government was like, nope, we're not going to have this in the law. But it also could mean the people who are writing the law decided it was unnecessary. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm going to read all this strike through. Uh, because we should know we should know what was in there already and what they're taking out too because come on uh transparency okay possession a except as authorized by law every person who possesses any concentrated cannabis shall be punished by imprisonment in the county jail for a period of not more than one year by a fine of not more than five hundred dollars or by both such fine and imprisonment except that such person may instead be punished pursuant to subdivision H of section 1170 of the penal code. If that person has one or more prior convictions for an offense specified in clause lowercase Roman numeral four of subparagraph C of paragraph two of subdivision lowercase E of section 667 of the penal code for an offense requiring registration pursuant to subdivision C of section 290 of the penal code. Good. Take that out. <laughs> 148 views, 31 likes. Yeah, take that part out. No one's getting arrested for it anymore if it's legal. B, which is struck out, and now it's A. Except as authorized by law, strike out. I I'm going to do strike out, and then I'm going to do this when the strikeout's over, because there's it, it, it happens a bunch. Except as authorized by law, every person who possesses Possession of not more than 28.5 grams of marijuana other than, wait, other than, or not more than four grams of concentrated cannabis is guilty of an infraction punishable by a fine of not more than $100. Or both shall be punished 
or adjudicated as follows. So I just realized for the podcast, for anyone who's listening and not watching, they're not going to see my hand go up and do this thing for a strike through. (laughs) 149 views and 32 likes. Oh, fuck. Um, But you can tell the inflection when I changed it. I'll I'll tell you for the next ones. Um, Okay, one. Persons under the age of 18 shall be guilty of an infraction and shall be required to A. Upon upon a finding that a first offense has been committed, complete four hours of drug education or counseling and up to 10 hours of community service over a period not not to exceed 60 days. B. Upon a finding that a second offense or subsequent offense has been committed, complete six hours of drug education or counseling and up to 20 hours of community service over a period of not to exceed 90 days. 2. Persons at least 18 years of age but less than 21 years of age shall be guilty of an infraction and punishable by a fine of not more than $100. Well, that's cool. So from 18 to 21, they're like, listen, you're almost there. <laughs> you're almost there. You don't need um, community service or um, what was the other thing? Or drug education counseling. You're an adult. Just fucking wait a little longer. It's like alcohol now. It's going to be legal for everyone. Bleh. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna pass. It's totally gonna pass. One fifty one and thirty three likes. Awesome. Um, okay. C is struck out, and now it's B. C is B, and it says, except as authorized by law. Now this is struck out. Every person who possesses, now it's not struck out, possession of more than twenty eight point five grams of marijuana, or more than four grams of struck out, other than no strike out, concentrated cannabis shall be punished as follows. 1. Persons under the age of 18 who possess more than 28.5 grams of marijuana or more than 4 grams of concentrated cannabis or both shall be guilty of an infraction and shall be required to A. Upon a finding that a first offense has been committed, complete 8 hours of drug education or or counseling and up to 40 hours of community service over a period not to exceed 90 days. B. Upon finding that a second or subsequent offense has been committed, complete 10 hours of drug education counseling or up to 60 hours of community service over a period not to exceed 120 days. Two, persons 18, t- 18 years of age or over who possess more than 28.5 grams of marijuana or more than 4 grams of concentrated cannabis or both shall be punished by imprisonment in a county jail for a period of not more than 6 months or by a fine of not more than $500 or by such fine and imprisonment. Wow. 6 months? Holy fuck. It says. Shall be punished by imprisonment in a county jail for a period of not more than six months. So it could be under six months, but it still could be six months for carrying. All right. Just don't buy a lot. Oh, you know what? 28.5. The reason why that keeps getting thrown around. I think that's an ounce. I think that's legal ounce. 28.5 grams. Um, so yeah, if you have more, if you have more than an ounce on you and you get pulled over, then you'll get thrown in jail for six months, up to six months or get fined no more than $500. Holy shit. That's still crazy though. Cause there's going to be, Oh man, there's going to be so many people still going to jail for weed, which is ridiculous. Oh, D. 
which is now D was struck out. Now it's C. Except as authorized by law, every person 18 years of age or over who possesses not more than 28.5 grams of marijuana or not more than 4 grams of strikeout other than no strikeout, concentrated cannabis, um, upon the grounds of or within any school providing instruction in kindergarten or any of grades 1 through 12 during hours of the school is open for classes or school-related programs is guilty of a misdemeanor and shall be punished as follows. He used to say by A. As follows. One, a fine of not more than $250 upon a finding that a first offense has been committed. Two, a fine of not more than $500 or by imprisonment in a county jail for a period not more than 10 days or both upon a finding that a second or subsequent offense has been committed. E, which was struck out, now it's D. Except as authorized by law, every person under the age of 18 who possesses not more than 28.5 grams of marijuana or not more than 4 grams of strikeout other than no strikeout concentrated cannabis upon the grounds of or within any school providing instruction in kindergarten or any of grades 1 through 12 during hours is open for school-related programs guilty of A, and its misdemeanor is struck out, 35 likes, 154 views. Awesome. Misdemeanor is strikeout, and it says, an infraction, and shall be punished in the same manner provided in paragraph 1 of subdivision B. And then it says, subject, and then these next things until I say are struck out. Subject to the following dispositions, a fine of not more than $250 upon a finding that a first offense has been committed, a fine of not more than 500 or commitment to juvenile hall, ranch, camp, forestry camp or secure juvenile home for a period of not more than 10 days or both and finding second subsequent offense has been committed good then yeah don't do that because that's lame it's going to be substance use uh education 155 views i need more water i'm running out of running out of You saw it. You saw it. For those of you listening, uh, I just gargled water and then some of it spilled out onto me. Onto my shirt. It's fine. I'm an adult. Who fucking cares? Um, section 8.2. Oh, wait. Health and safety code. <gasps> oh, planting, harvesting, or processing. Okay. Um, I said it was going to be about 40 more minutes. And it has been about 40 more minutes. And I don't want to, like, I do want, I'm gonna keep reading this on bid chat. But for the podcast, for purposes of the podcast, if anyone's fallen asleep or tuned out or whatever, um, you know, maybe this episode wasn't for you. And that's fine. It's not for everybody. But I'm really, really excited about Prop 64. And I want to read the whole thing. And I'm going to. Um... Because I want to know what I'm voting for. I want to vote yes on it, but I want to know why I'm voting yes on it. I want to know everything that's involved. And um, imitators out there who live in the state of California, um, get registered and vote. Because voting for Prop 64, voting yes for Prop 64, it looks like it's going to be a good thing. I'm I'm leaning towards yes and... um, you know, just get registered so you can vote anyway, because it's important to 
it's it's important to vote on propositions. I know, I know that our votes don't really count when it comes to voting for president. Like we vote for an electorate and that electorate goes and they put a certain amount of votes into the system, which determines the value of your state, blah, blah. What the fuck? What the fuck is an electoral college? Who the fuck is, is voting for me? And, and like, I don't know. It's just, it seems so elite and it seems so very old and, seems like people who fucking love the tea party um party would fucking love the electorate and all this bullshit that has been set up for our for our uh voting purposes i don't even know i don't know anything about the tea party except they seem kind of crazy that's what i've heard that's what i've seen on fucking tv shows and whatever else and um if I if I had to say which way I'm Eileen, Eileen, um uh come on Eileen. Um I I I think I lean socialist, but I'd be classified as a Democrat, probably. And um you know, this is the first time I've ever talked about politics on the podcast. It's kinda interesting. And on um Bin Chat too. It's just I don't know, I don't I don't usually get political because um i don't know trump's an asshole i don't want to give him any of my time that's all i'm giving him um hillary's fine she's a fine alternative (laughs) she uh she did a bunch of shit with a bunch of hidden email servers and fucking lied about it to our faces and and um and it was just weird and a lot of that stuff was hate hateful stuff about Bernie Sanders and I really 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 wanted Bernie Sanders to win because he just had a lot of amazing ideas he's been a pioneer for um oh fuck he's just been there from the beginning of he was there at the million man march for Martin Luther King Jr. so awesome um and he he really felt like a voice for the people like nobody no he didn't take corporation corporations money anything in larger sum than like $25 or something and all of the money that he raised was through through people who just wanted someone who spoke for us and he was there and then corporations stepped in and gave Hillary a fuck ton of money and then she was like oh yeah I have so many more super delegates than Bernie Sanders what the fuck is a super delegate Go fuck yourself, superdelegate. I don't care about you or your powers to superdelegate, you fuck. You dumb asshole idiot. <laughs> fuck you. And some superdelegate is listening to this and a single tear is just... <laughs> My life is a lie. <laughs> My life is a lie. It's all come to this. <sighs> a kid on a podcast telling me that my life is a lie yeah i have a lot of political sway you guys people listen to this in germany people listen to this in um australia and bulgaria and um canada and great britain hello to all of you yamitators out there um what are what uh what (laughs) right in right into the podcast tweet at me anything um you know just 
what kinds of things you like about it or any kind of thing to get the ball rolling just to get people more people talking about it uh if you're on itunes and stitcher whatever you're listening to this on go rate it review it i love to hear from the amateurs what you think and also it spreads the word and it'll get the podcast into you know more people's ears if you guys are enjoying this if you guys enjoy this podcast um you know tell people about it go to facebook.com slash yamatat with doug culp like the page um comment on it talk about it get the conversation going um duplex comedy suplex tonight was fucking awesome it was cameron farmer john ungaro and del harrison and it was really funny and it was really fun and there was people there and it made it worth it and great and just you know keep coming to the show come to the show everyone and bid chat everyone on yamatat everyone everywhere come to the show it's in the living room in this duplex here here in uh here in little armenia and um it's it's a really fun show duplex comedy suplex it's every thursday night at duplex comedy on twitter and duplex comedy suplex on instagram um i make music sometimes i put it up at really glad you came dot bandcamp dot com i put some of it up there um i make art uh it's weird art it's like weird letters and stuff and weird pictures because it's it's uh, the way i describe it is i draw the shape of something or the visual approximation of the shape of something because i want to you know ah, ha ha uh but it's the shape of something and then i uh draw faces all over that shape um wherever i wherever i see them wherever they pop up and i've done the whole alphabet except i'm i'm finally on the final letter which ended up being z i didn't go a through z i just went um at at my leisure whichever ones i needed or whichever ones i wanted to work on next so i was on the last letter my stylus broke it's like 20 or 30 dollars to replace don't have that kind of money right now but hopefully in the next couple weeks but uh yeah that's that's been crazy um let's see dougathan on i'm dougathan on instagram and twitter it's d-o-u-g-a-t-h-a-n oh and you can see all those crazy letters and stuff on my deviant art page that's why i mentioned it it's dougathan.deviantart.com d-o-u-g-a-t-h-a-n and then the show's twitter is at yamatat but you probably knew that you probably found this through yamat or through twitter maybe um that's the main thing that i advertise the show on um i don't really have an instagram account for it and i don't really update the facebook as much as i should because i got a lot of shit to manage and um i do it all on my own i put all this out for free i have my web domain that i purchased i i built a website from scratch um just just fucking from the ground up i took classes online to find out how to build a basic just a very basic web page yamatat.com if you go there you'll see that i i know basics i know some basics there are some parts in that website that are like okay all right well you 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 go with your basics you do it <laughs> um Mockaboy Media, M-O-Q, 
boymedia.wordpress.com is my blog. And I don't post stuff up there a lot, but I recently posted a preacher spec script that I wrote. It's for what would have been episode five of season one. If you've seen episodes one through four, um, go ahead and read it. Go ahead and read episode the episode five that I wrote. It's called Judge Not. And um, if you, uh, it has some continuity stuff from what happened in the previous episode and the other episodes, but um, you know, go check it out. I also put a poll below the script. Um, check out the poll. One person, uh, I, I gave three different options. One was like, hire this man. One was like, um, it's pretty dope. And then one was not for me. And there's only one vote on the poll and it's not for me. Someone was like, fuck this. Not for me. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, that's why I included the button to, so that it could be pressed or not. Um, but that's funny that someone was just like, mm, yeah, fuck it. I fucking don't like it. It's not for me. Get out of here. Um, yeah, this has been you and me in thoughts and talk with Doug Culp. And this has been Bid Chat, Yamatat Live 144 on Bid Chat, reading Prop 64, recording the podcast. This has been the episode. I'm about to end it. If anyone has any final biddings or chattings they'd like to do, uh, now would be the time. It's funny because um, I'm like I'm like talking off to the side to Yamatat while you guys are still here. It's funny because um, I... I initially did this episode live and I'm still currently doing this episode live with the intent of, you know, people calling in and asking about, uh, just my thoughts on prop 160 or prop 64 or, uh, just talking about anything and being on the podcast. But you know, it was just me and it's fine. Cause it was also you guys out there in Yamatat land, Yamatators. And it was also the people in bid chat right here. So Thank you guys. Thank you. 169. That's great. 100 more times that we all have to 69 each other. It's in the terms and conditions. You didn't read it. You should have read the terms and conditions before you signed up. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for listening. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Prop 64 and Bid Chat. All right. Later.